0: ladies and gentlemen my special guests on today's drip drop podcast are my insecurities how do you deal with guys like this how do you deal with these kinds of voices guys i hear you i know that you're trying to send me a message and that the message is you think i'm in danger and i'm gonna die i'm not gonna die i'm actually okay I'm not being chased by a saber-toothed tiger, even though you're making me feel like I am. And I see you, and I got this. I'm just doing a show. That's all that's happening right now. I will take you with me, I want a donut. I'm just doing a show, and I promise I will get you a donut, for God's sakes. For God's sakes, man. Welcome, everybody, to the Drip Drop Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Krasnick. And this is the world's first mental fitness variety show. We are a family podcast. We have conversations with comedians, entertainers, coaching with life experts, and comedy. That's right. It's all about the life skills you wish you knew as a kid. And because my childhood is a blur, it fits like a glove. It's a growth mindset that we have here on the show, and as the great Dr. Seuss used to say, because those who matter don't mind, and those who mind don't matter. Thank you, doctor. We always hear about what's wrong with the world. What about what's right with the world? Did you know that there are amazing things, amazing stories, people solving problems, solutions-oriented news from all around the world, and we're going to have it, courtesy of our friends at the Squirrel News app. It's the Squirrel News app. This is where these stories come from all over the world. Let's read some of them. Let's go to a graphic and maybe some news theme music. (music) Students across Illinois will be able to take up to five excused mental health days starting in January. This is a bill signed into law. They will not be required to provide the school with a doctor's note. Students will have more of an opportunity to get the care they need. I'm really excited for this. I think it will help students, parents and teachers and can help them understand what's going on in their students' lives. Once a student requests a second mental health day, a school counselor will reach out to their family and the student may be referred to get professional help according to the bill. That's what's right with this picture. And here's another, this is an amazing story. It's called the Confess Project. And it means that across 25 states in the United States, barbers are being trained to be mental health coaches. This is actually happening and it's very successful. And I love where it came from. It started with a gentleman named Lorenzo Lewis. And when he was a kid in his aunt's uh, beauty salon, he went there every day as a child and realized that there was a powerful place there in a beauty shop connecting with a barbershop, and how people's lives could be changed through a conversation and support. So, in all these communities across the country are being helped by barbers who are now mental health coaches. Now that is brilliant. Find out more at squirrel-news.net, squirrel-news.net. On today's Drip Drop podcast, all about Balance. Balancing your emotions. What does it mean the world is out of balance? Our special guest is an author, an athlete, a mental health advocate, and a speaker. And he will cross the Great Lakes this summer on a paddleboard. The Unbalanced Paddleboarder. Our guest is Mike Shorman. Take a look. Mike Shorman. Mike Shorman. Mike Shorman. Author, speaker, and athlete Mike Shorman.
1: The doctor said that I would never paddleboard again. And it was, you know, months, a year of reprogramming my brain ways to walk. He's retrained his
0: brain to walk and paddleboard again.
1: Now I'm on the other side of it and I have the opportunity and the platform to help other people. I felt very alone in my mental health journey. I don't want kids to feel that way. This track is in support of Jack.org, a Canadian charity focused on supporting youth mental health.
0: The mental health side of the healthcare system is not really built out and as well funded and as accessible as the physical health side of, of health care, and we're just trying to do our best.
1: Vicki Keith swam the Great Lakes and she conquered it. It means that there's work to do
0: and that we're going to come back stronger and we're going to shut it down. So this is great. This is kind of excited to have on the show, uh, kind of a national hero uh, in Canada. No, he shakes his head. No, he's a humble guy, but uh, really um, crossing the great lakes is a big thing. We're going to talk about it all with Mike Shorman, who um, is called, was called the unbalanced paddleboarder. And uh, was, a, was a very, very fine uh, paddleboarder and through Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, which is a neurological condition, uh, was knocked off his feet, knocked off balance, whole life changed. And then he had to learn all these skills again to get back up on the board. And now, uh, writes books, speaks, mental health advocate, uh, award winner, um, so, all of these things have happened that, that have changed your life, but you've changed your life. Tell us how a guy goes from uh, not being able to balance and even stand up or even sit on a paddleboard to crossing the Great Lakes. How does that, how's that going to occur?
1: Uh, so, thanks for, thanks for having me today. It's a pleasure to be hanging out. Pleasure. Um, Good to have you. Yeah, no, when, um, when I lost my mobility, In 2018, Um, it was it was you know mentally and physically um, grueling, Um, and and it took about a year of going through vestibular rehab therapy, reprogramming my brain, um, you know, in rehab with specialists, learning how to walk, um, just like in a straight line. Um, I often stagger when I walk like a, like a drum, fan. But I think it adds character. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and they said, you know, you'll never, you'll never paddleboard again. And as, as a paddleboarding coach who had a business, um, you know, I, I taught lessons and, and did you know, coaching and rentals and, and overnight my business and so my business, my independence, my social life. So as you can imagine mentally, that was, that was really difficult to, to cope with. Um, but I was given the opportunity seven months later. I had just stopped using a cane to walk um, at that point. And I was at an event with paddle boards. And when everybody had left, a few of my friends said, why don't you just try um, for three minutes, sitting, sitting down. You don't even have to stand up. And, um, and I did that day. And, and part of my condition is vertigo and dizziness. Even now, when I turn my head side to side or up and down, I get very dizzy. Um, I was spinning out in bathtubs just washing my hair. Um, so so it was very scary, um, but I said yes, and and they were next to me, and I felt like I could do it, and the sun came out, and, and it was a beautiful experience, and I think because it was such a good experience, um, it, knocked, it knocked me on my butt for days, um, like I was on the couch for a solid day after three minutes of being on water, but it gave me the confidence to go back out and do it again. And and about a week or so later, I was out there and and I tried for five. And it was just incremental kind of wind building. And three minutes turned to five, turned into seven. And then that was in May. And by July, I stood up on a paddleboard for the first time. um, And I lasted a few minutes. Um, and, And it just kept on building and building and building until last summer when when we did the crossing of lake ontario um and and i paddleboarded 73 kilometers um and and here we are
0: and here we are here we are at the well there's you know uh, one of the things that i'm thinking of there's a few a bunch of things that i want to ask you but one of the things that i'm thinking is what a great name Shorman is for somebody who does what you do I can't think of a better name. You were destined with that name to do this. Uh, when I go to see a doctor, I want a doctor with a name like a doctor got a lot of sleep of itch. I want a doctor. I want the name to fit what the person is doing. And in the old days, that's what it used to be, right? uh yeah. goldberg was a goldsmith so so i uh does anybody ever talk to you about that anybody ever mentioned that
1: yeah I, I went out uh I, I went out for for a walk last weekend actually with with a guy and, and we were talking um and he, he messaged me afterwards and he j- it was it was a first time meeting um and we were talking about work stuff and uh, And he messaged me afterwards, and he said, "I just have to ask you is, is that is that the real? is that your real name, or is that... <laughs> yeah, it's my real name. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it was really funny. Like, I find journalists. you know, I've had a lot of media coverage. and um, and you know the headlines last year was he's he's faced a bigger foe than Lake Ontario. Um, so I'm more like with this. I I, I know I know that it's going to get attention, um, which is good because it's for mental health. Um, but I I enjoy journalists and, and their headlines. Uh, um, the bites,
0: the think. sound bites, um, yeah. But
1: I, but I, have, I haven't heard anybody do a play on words of, of Stormin yet. Um, so I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that.
0: We'll be doing it. I'll try to do it before the show is out. But uh, but we'll be doing it. You can be sure sure of that. Um, what So what I'm thinking is, is it more of a challenge? Has it been more challenging to you, the physical aspect of this or the mental aspect of this? And how have what kind of tricks or skills or how have you learned to deal with your thinking and your mental health differently since you've had to deal with this?
1: Yeah. Um, so the most interesting thing was, you know, at first. It was very physical, um, and then the mental crept in, and I didn't see it. Um, and I think when a person goes from being able-bodied to being immobilized or having any significant physical body change, um, we're not we we're not warned. About, about it, by the box. Don't say, okay, this is coming. Heads up. <laughs> um, this is, you know, a big, a big life change, and and you're going to experience this. Um, so, you know, over time, I wasn't expecting. Like, it wasn't just losing the mobility. All the nerves shattered in my face. It looks like I'd had a stroke. Um, I remember the first time that I posted a photo. It was, it was around this time, and it happened in, in early November. Um, so about two months, and I shared a photo on Instagram for the first time. And, um, and I lost 5,000 um, followers. And it was just shocking. And, um, and there was a lot of grief. Um and anger and sadness, I wanted to to um, I was I a was Um I went to several several hospitals. and and fortunately, my father's a medical litigator. Um, so we had that kind of set up right off the bat. Wow. Um, and and I was. I was very angry. Um, and there was a lot of grief and rage. Um, and over time, that just spiraled until and, until April of that year, April 2019, um, right about a month before I got on the board. and I ended up in crisis um, because my parents just said, "You're not coping. You're not handling. Like you're it's it's self-destructive what you're doing, and mm. and you're heading for a breakdown." You know? Um and I remember that day being dropped off. Um, I felt like I was like girl interrupted, I was like boy interrupted, like Winona Ryder, like, Yeah. You're... Like it was it dropped off of a door. I had to go in. It was really scary. Um but when I got invited, I And um and it was at that time that I started taking it seriously. And acknowledging um, that there was work to do, and um, and then and then you know the work the work happened, um, but it took a long it took a long time to to realize. But then as the mental health got better, so did the physical health. Um, I found that my progression, you know, I came out of there and I was on a paddleboard again within five weeks, um, and then all the winds started building and, and it was because everything was kind of coming into alignment.
0: So it really was the mental health that sort of got you back up on the board.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. So, so let's talk a little bit about self-talk about what, because I noticed in some of your speeches, you know, your speaker, you speak to a lot of groups, you talk about, yes, getting a lot of yeses. So, How does somebody learn to kind of shift that thing where your head says no all the time and now uh, you're actually consciously making a choice? You're saying, well, I could say no, but I'm going to say yes. So
1: I think um, the yeses, the the I said yes thing, um, is about saying yes to yourself when you don't think you can do something and challenging yourself. I, I challenged myself that day, where, where they said, you know, where they said, do you want to get back on board? And, and I said, yeah, to opportunity when it came. And, and I felt comfortable because it was a realistic goal. Um, I could get on a board just slightly offshore for three minutes. For two or three, and and I would have safety. I I I had the safety net beside me, Um, and I had the power and the confidence to do that because I realized in that moment I can do hard things because I just came out of a crisis. (laughs) So I was like, if I can handle that, I can handle two minutes sitting down, even though I know it's gonna make me feel sick. Um, And then, and then the invitation came. A couple weeks later to get back on a board. So I said yes again. Um, and then, you know, a couple weeks later again, and then I was standing up. And then I got an invite to to speak at North America's largest inspirational speech competition. And I thought, okay, well, I can get on a board. I can do this. <laughs> so so it just kept on building and building. So when I talk about saying yes to ourselves, it's building those incremental wins and challenging what we think we are capable of because we're capable of so much more than we, than we think we are. Um, we just have to, we just have to, you know, take notice of what has happened, um, and apply it to the present situation.
0: Well, the world is out of balance. The entire world is out of... Ba- everybody's out of balance. The entire world. We're
1: all, we're all in balance. balance.
0: Yes. So, all my brain. so this is a daily thing. This is a moment-to-moment thing. This is not... And you're saying yes to yourself. You're being conscious. You're making choices. Uh, and what happens when you feel depressed? What happens when you... Don't feel like this. What, what do you do now differently than you didn't do before all of this happened?
1: So it was really funny. Last night, I had, um, I had a really bad sleep. Um, and, and it's funny. I often, I often talk about the good things. Um, I sometimes talk about the bad things, the tough things. Um, but this morning, I shared um, on social media that, so I did have a hard night. I was up all night. I think I've had about three hours of sleep today. Um, I was sick in the middle of the night, and today my walking is is harder than, than most. And I wrote in it that um, in this post that I made that not every day is a great day. Um, there are still problems. Still, you know, I'm a person with a disability. This this isn't going to go away. Um, I've sort of plateaued at this point and and it's hard because I am ambitious, I am driven, and and it's hard to be stuck in in my tracks and not feeling like it. So so I did feel very down about it this morning and then I just kind of snapped out of it quickly um, by by realizing that not every day has to be a great it's not realistic. <laughs> um, nobody has great days all the time. Um, do I have? Do I have a house? Am I warm? You know? Do I have food? Um, practicing gratitude. Um, really. You know. What has happened in my life has shown me to be extremely grateful. Um, I put out a call with that speech. Um, it went viral, and and people came. Um, you know, messages from people all around the world. I got a beautiful message from a woman in Holland um, on the weekend. Um, so it just practicing gratitude for 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 what I do have um, makes the hard days so much easier.
0: Yeah, that's a big that's a big uh, solution for and and it really is something that anybody can do. It's accessible to you. And the mind says no and and then you say, "Well, wait a minute. What is what's right with this picture? What do I have?" The world, the, the media, a lot of what we have to deal with is about what's not right and about what's not working and problem-based. Here's a problem. And then you become addicted to it. It's very easy to become addicted to bad news. Um, And and, and it's everywhere. And it's It's everywhere.
1: everywhere. Yeah. Um, What i encourage to do is, is actually not, it actually sticks and lands up here if you write it out. Um, Because when you're taking your thoughts and you're putting it like pen to paper, um, you're, you're, Making something real, something tangible, um, and, and it registers. Um, it registers with you better. So so if anybody's thinking of taking you know gratitude, journaling or, or any of that kind of stuff, I highly recommend um, putting, putting your thoughts
0: down on paper and then writing down a list. And I find that everybody needs a mantra, I, some kind of little you know, even if it's as simple as, "I'm enough." It's a mantra. It's something you, you could, something you can go to right in the moment when you don't have anything else. You just go to it. And it's like, whatever yours is, that's what yours is. But I feel like externalizing it, getting it out, even talking. you know, we used to think that when people talk to themselves, they weren't well. Now I think when people talk to themselves, they actually are well. That's what makes a person well is, you know, what's going on with me right now? You can say it under your breath. You can say it to yourself. Check in. You know? Check in. Um, paddles up. What is it? What does it mean? And what, what, is, this, what is this movement? This paddles up.
1: So so funny, I didn't realize what I was doing when I said that.) <laughs> So, the so paddles up was actually a thing that I used to do with my clients. Um, I'd take them out paddleboarding, and um, and it's funny when you're when you're learning how to paddleboard. Uh, for those who are listening uh, who don't know what paddleboarding, it's basically you're on a surfboard with a paddle, and and you're moving. And um, and there were a lot of people who were really nervous and intimidated by by being on the water, by falling. Um, I'd always get the question, am I going to fall? And, and I'd go, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> and uh, and really often, they wouldn't. But I would say that so that they were prepared. <laughs> and, um, and people have the most stability when they are on a board on the water, when they have their paddle in the water. Um, so, you know, they're all learning to get up and paddling. And, and by the end of my time with them, I would line them up in front of the Toronto skyline. I don't know if you've ever been to Toronto, but the skyline is exquisite. It's, you know, the and Tower, the buildings, they all light up. Um, there are planes landing over the lake in front of us. Um, and we would do it right in front of, front of us. So i'd get off my board and i'd take i'd stand in the water and i'd take my my phone and i I'd, I'd kind of command them i'd say paddles up and and i'd have them hold their paddles like up in the air like gladiators and i take photos and um and i would send them this piece afterwards as kind of you know something that they could have and i would edit them so that they were stunning like kind of in front of the, um, the sunset, and uh, and they would frame them like it was it was beautiful. So when I did the speech, um, I ended my I ended my speech with paddles up, um, and it was for me it means, you know, getting your power, getting your confidence in something, um, going from one place to another. That is completely different. You know, these people started um, being really nervous and anxious, and by the end of it, they were warriors. Um, and in my speech that I gave, I wasn't that person. And and by the time I gave that speech, I had my paddles up. So it was kind of um, sending a message out to other people. to to raise their paddle.
0: It's a great image. It's a great image. That's all the time we have for now. Thank you for joining us for part one of my interview with paddleboarding expert and mental health enthusiast, Mike Shorman. We'll see you soon for part two. The Drip Drop podcast brought to you by the Drip Drop app. Now, I want to tell you about the Drip Drop app. It's an incredible win-win app. It's the mental fitness app for Gen Z. The Drip Drop app is a place where kids can learn amazing life skills and life upgrades from experts all over the world and get rewarded for doing so. It's a whole community. It's a whole world. Join us. And I want to thank everybody uh, on the show for helping us put this together. Thank you to Monty at HQ. Thank you to Sarah Jezik. And a special thank you always to my good friend, Jason Brown. That's our show for this week. Remember, no matter how broken we think we are, it's just feelings and thoughts. We're all okay. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. I'm Ed Krasnick. We'll see you next week on the Drip Drop Podcast.